In this episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, another day of catching hell. But at this point, I got no one to blame but myself for some of this. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Bless His Heart. The name, Ken Williams. Wow, this day is off to a rough start. I was greeted yesterday with a frustration email from my AP essentially describing our school as out of control. Fights on buses, tension brewing in the cafeteria, and adults who are helping some, but not enough. I'm experiencing this phenomena of students bringing the street into the school building. It's a completely draining and frustrating experience. I pulled all the fourth and fifth grade students together to clarify expectations. I needed to bring the hammer, and I did. I hate putting kids out for a suspension, but at times, they, like others, have to know you mean business. good people let's unpack this i'm gonna say up front and I, I know i say this a lot but man wisdom just the wisdom of time and experience i can tell you if i did this podcast about this episode perhaps five or six years ago it may have been all about just the frustration of trying to turn a school around that has just been uh, completely at the bottom of the school district for so long but five six years later where I am today, what I know about leadership. This is more than just frustration. That this, this journal entry was dated January 29th. So I am six months into my first year at this school. And what I've got to admit and realize, because it feels like constantly taking two steps forward and three steps back. So the frustration was real and everything my AP, you know, talked about that was all real. None of it was exaggerated. But I have to take some of the responsibility because six months into this school year, it was all still on me, and that was by choice. That was by choice. I was still flying solo primarily, you know, trying to keep my finger in all the dikes, trying to keep all the leaks from blowing into full-blown floods, trying to be the sole arbiter of this new culture I'm trying to put into place and I'll tell you I do know this much I was flying solo not because of ego this wasn't hero ball I knew better right I've, I've been I'd have been exposed enough to uh, Rick and Becky DeFore and Dr. Bob Aker to know that leadership isn't a solo act but when I look at this six months into it what it, the real issue was is I didn't trust I didn't trust. I had some good folks on staff. I had some folks who, you know, of course, were aligned with, you know, where we were going. But I didn't trust enough to form a real guiding coalition. I mean, listen, we were raggedy as hell. I'll admit that. We were the hot mess express. But I didn't do it. And what I know today is a fledgling guiding coalition is going to put you in a better position to lead than no guiding coalition. And that's what I had. I had no guiding coalition and challenges all over the school. 
and I was flying solo by choice. And, and that's not a good thing. We've got to have that guiding coalition. You know, that guiding coalition is, I call it a leadership team on steroids. You know, it's that, that small group of people with influencers included that are going to advocate moving things forward. You know, the guiding coalition is that that group of folks that are that have been tasked with bringing about change in your culture, right? They know that up front. And the premise is basically, once I get that small group of influencers in a room, if I can't convince them that we gotta move forward with things, I don't have any chance with the larger staff. But if I can get them coached up in it and uh, convince them that we need to move forward, if they see it, they see it's aligned with our shared mission, then they're gonna be willing to go out and advocate. So you're not working alone trying to make all this stuff happen. And that's, you know, when I coach leaders in this area and, and leadership teams and guiding coalitions, it talks primarily, of course, of the academic areas, but it spills into all areas. You need a guiding coalition to address all areas of the culture. I failed to do that. We were six months in. Granted, some days felt like Groundhog Day. I was waking up and catching the same hell every day. But I look back and there's really no excuse for it. I knew better. Um, I know better now. I didn't know better then. But having to do all over again, that's what I would have done, is put a guiding coalition in place and trust that we would just grow together, right? We would have been a machine of some disparate parts with loose nuts and screws here and there, but that would have been okay. We could have tightened that stuff along the way, but I did not trust enough, and that's all on me. That's not indicative of my staff as a whole. That one was on me. So if you are in the midst of leading that school or any other school and you find yourself in situations where you feel like you're catching hell and you're flying solo, stop and ask yourself how your leadership team, how your guiding coalition is being leveraged. It is, a, is it a leadership team where they're just coming to collect information for the grade level or department? Or is it a leadership team that comes to collect information for the grade level and department and help make decisions that are best for the school? And if you read our book, Starting a Movement, Building Culture from the Inside Out, you understand that that guiding coalition, in exchange for having, basically call it veto power, in terms of what we do next, the exchange is you then have to go out and advocate for the work. Right? You can't hide behind a leader. You can't hide behind decisions that your teammates aren't happy with. And that's why the guiding coalition has to be made up of members of the team who understand that they're charged with leading the change process through the predictable turmoil. Right? And so once you once they understand that and you've got that in place, you've got to leverage that team. I don't care how much chaos you think you have. Flying solo is not the answer, baby. If you're interested in talking with me about how I can support moving your mission, vision, values, and goals forward, contact me at unfoldthesoul.com slash contact. That link is in the notes. And we'll talk soon. On the next episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, I learned the hard way that open defiance is sometimes a test of your core values. As always, thank you for tuning in to this episode. 
be sure to tune in for the next episode. Please share with a neighbor, friend, or colleague so they too can get a dose of this buttery baritone as I go through my leadership journey explaining how I screwed things up and sometimes got a thing or two right. But in the end, here's the message I want to leave you with. No matter what's going on in your personal life or professional life, when you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby. You playing with house money. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.